Well, okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Freedom Ring, ladies and gentlemen. It is Wednesday, March the 22nd. I'm Matt Toludo, and he's late. Oh, man. This isn't going to last long, man. <laughs> if you'd like to audition for the co-host spot for the Freedom Ring, a world-famous podcast, which is oh. blowing up in Great Britain and Ireland. Hey to everyone listening in Dublin. Howdy. What do they? What do you say to people in Ireland? Schlong, I don't, don't know. even. Yeah, it's just it's not Sean O'Connor. <laughs> He's Scottish. It's so sorry. We start this over. No, just run it. <laughs> now you have, now you see what I have to work with. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man. What, what's today's date? The Freedom Ring. Let's. <laughs> don't spill the coffee. <coughs> yeah welcome nice healthy specimen over here all right it's the freedom ring ladies and gentlemen welcome to it i'm matt toludo that is brother james for now <laughs> uh today's show their uh their evil is on full blast and the left doesn't even care mm. and uh, another conspiracy theory proven true uh do search us, The Freedom Ring, on Rumble, BitChute, and Brighteon. The. The Freedom, Freedom Ring. Ring. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, we're on Yahoo Podcasts, Stitcher as well. Give us a follow, give us a like, give us a share. Please subscribe. And I'm going to throw something in here. I've been watching Rumble, and I know we've got more views, but guess what? You haven't been hitting that follow button. Like I said in the last episode, let me find out you're watching, and you don't hit that follow button. Right in the kisser. <laughs> Pow. Ah, uh, try to let us see. <laughs> it's 1924. Yeah, we, we really do appreciate everybody's support on all the platforms, and the show is growing, and we're excited. So thank you again for your support. Search The Freedom Ring Show on Facebook. The. The Freedom Ring Podcast <laughs> on Truth Social. And just uh, elbow Brother James in the eye. Uh, drop an email to freedomringshow at gmail.com. Today's moment of faith, I wanted to talk about division. Uh, there's obvious division all over the world caused by politicians and members of the deep state that have those politicians kowtow um, in their honor of greed and everything evil, which has obviously worked because uh, they, they've used race, religion, ethnicity, financial status, and more to successfully create their desired division. And a lot are uh, a lot are uh, waking up to it, but not nearly enough. I mean, we know that there's plenty of people, especially viewers of this show and similar shows to ours, um, that are waking up, but not nearly enough, man. Too many people are trusting the mainstream media for their truth still, where the mainstream media is actually part of their division machine, yeah. both on a national and a local level. It's not just the national news, it's your local person, no matter what city that you live in and they're all spewing lies. Um, as the Bible says in Romans 16, verse 17 and 18, I appeal to you, brothers, to watch for those who cause divisions and create obstacles. Contrary to the doctrine that you have been taught, avoid them, for such persons do not serve our Lord Christ, but their own appetites. And by smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the hearts of the naive. And that's exactly that is so... <laughs> the Bible is how old? And it still applies. They knew that there was going to be mainstream media uh, 
douchebag people, uh, TV people on uh, the news going, hey, everybody, I sound great. It's silky smooth when I say it, but I'm not saying anything. I'm just reading a teleprompter that's loaded with lies and propaganda. Same thing for the politicians. Um, these are your career politicians, newscasters, your, your, uh, your, your master manipulators like Bill Gates, Anthony Fauci's, your Klaus Schwab's, your Barack Obama's, and Joe Biden's who, well... He used to be able to speak coherently, but he's been lying since uh, since I've been aware of him, since mm-hmm. the 70s. He's been a smooth talker. Uh, you ever see that one spiel he went on when he was contesting one reporter about their uh, IQ? My IQ is higher than yours. I would challenge you this. And he just rattled off without stuttering or stammering. A load of lies. Because all the, uh, the honest media back then actually dug into what he said and just realized nothing he said was true mm-hmm. but he delivered it like he had it memorized and it just fell out of his mouth and that's that's just i mean that is kind of a kudos to his speaking ability back then <laughs> but um again he's just been a career liar his entire life his entire professional life most politicians are and it's, uh, it's actually, it was actually impressive to see him just spew this stuff out, none of which was true. On a personal level, though, we've got division creators in our own families, which is even worse because once someone is conditioned by a divided house or a divided home, a divided neighborhood, a divided school system, a divided society, a divided country, a divided world is, uh, is now commonplace to them, which is exactly what Satan wants. Please... If you're a divorcing couple, A, do everything you can to prevent that divorce, but stop your children, stop using your children as pawns in your battle with your ex. That's where it all starts, man. Um, and you're basically helping execute the devil's plan. Uh, it says in Luke 11, verse 17, But he, knowing their thoughts, said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is laid waste, and a divided household falls. And once the household falls, everything around it falls. So our strength is created in the home, and a home with God at the helm is the best defense against division. What do you think about that? Well, 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 as my son would say. It's funny because when he started, you know, as soon as he brought the word division up, I which he read it out of uh, the Gospel of Luke. I've actually picked it out of the um, Gospel of Matthew, but it's the same story. Jesus casts out a devil, and here's religion saying, oh, the only reason he can cast out a devil is because he is a devil, basically. And Jesus is like, no. no. Basically, you know, I'm paraphrasing what he just read, but a house divided against itself can't stand. On a what's going on in America note, that's what they want to do. They want to have us bickering and fighting about race, about gender, about religion, financial about status, fi- poor, wealthy, middle class, whatever it might be. They'll do anything and everything to keep people from coming together to try to make a change for the better. And on a spiritual side of things, I'll, I'll be transparent here and say when, when I first got saved, anybody that, that was a Christian that kind of rubbed me the wrong way or I didn't, I thought they were a little wacky, I, I would write those people off. I'm like, hell, I'm never talking to that. that. That dude's a whack job or she is a nutcase, you know? 
Well, you have to understand people are in different walks with God. And, and wherever they're at, they're at a different spot than I'm at with God. So you have to love people where they're at. What I'm about to say, this might irk some people's nerves, and I'm sure I'm, I'm going to catch flack for it, but the Bible says you have to love everybody. It doesn't say you have to like everybody. Now, what do I mean by that? That means if there's someone that's causing division or strife in your family, you can still love that person, but it's it's time to separate yourself from that person because that's when you just let go and, as they say, let God. You pray for them, mm-hmm. you want the best for them, you love on them, but if, if they're bringing strife in your home, if and I'm not talking about married couples, I'm talking about someone that is coming over or that's a part of your close family or maybe it's a close friend that is just causing all kinds of strife and conflict that drunk uncle at thanksgiving yeah it, it's you know s- separate yourself the from mother-in-law that. It's, not, it's not good the bible except your mother-in-law your mother-in-law is the, she's awesome thank you the bible says that evil company corrupts good habits the people that you hang out with will rub off on you like I've been hanging out with Matt, and I don't know why I feel like I'm losing IQ points every single show, but, you know, whatever. But what I wanted to to come up, what I was trying to get across. Get it all in now, because this is your last show. Go ahead. (laughs) Is that there's so much fighting in the body of Christ when it comes to what denomination are you? Are you Baptist? Are you Methodist? Are you Pentecostal? Whatever, you know, there's all these denominations and, you know, everyone, oh, I don't talk to them because, you know, they believe like this or whatever. You got to love people. Jesus loved people. We're supposed to model our lives after Jesus. You you have to love one another. Like I said, you don't have to like everyone, but you have to love people. You have to, I was walking out of Speedway Sunday morning, alternator in, in my car goes out. I'm supposed to be teaching a Sunday morning class. I'm like, I had my buddy come and he and he helped jump my car and I, I had to have a cup of coffee because I was, you know, I was at my wits end. So I so we go down there and the speedway. That's if you live in Ohio, you know what speedway is. It's a big gas station chain. So anyways, I get my coffee. I come out and there's this guy sitting out front. Clearly, he's probably tweaking or whatever. But I sat there for not sat. I stood there for a second and just because it was busy, all these people just walking right by him and not paying him any attention. And he's just, you know, kind of sit there. And he, to me, I thought he looked hungry. And I had happened to get two donuts. <laughs> and, I, and I walked by him and I was like, no, that's not showing the love of God. How many times do people walk by someone and write them, oh, they're on drugs. They deserve to be where they're at. And 90% I was like, of the time. yeah, and I said, you know what? No. And I turned around and I said, hey, buddy. And he just kind of looked up. I mean, super sad. No one talks to me. Yeah, he's like, you know, like, what? And I said, are you hungry? He's like, yeah, matter of fact, I haven't eaten today. I said, would you like these two chocolate donuts? He was like, I would love them. I said, here you go, buddy. And a couple people that were walking in looked at me. And when I looked at them, you're expecting to see like, oh, yeah, like a nod or whatever. And they looked at me like. Why did you lower yourself? Like. Why would you give money to a, or not money? Why would you be, you know, feeding clearly he's a drug right. addict like that? Nowhere in the Bible does it say that uh, help the poor out or love the poor unless they're a drug addict <laughs> or alcoholic. <laughs> right. Show me that scripture. Right. You got to help people. You got to love people. So I don't know how I got off on that rant, but division 
is what the enemy uses. One of Satan's biggest tools, and his he's a tool anyways, but he wants to cause division wherever Wait, he can. Don't say it like that, man. He's a tool. Yeah, he's a yeah, he's an idiot. Who? Who? Oh, Satan. Yes. Okay, I thought you. I, I, I lost. Yeah, keep up with the conversation. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> this is gonna be a great oh, episode. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I thought you, you were talking about Jesus for a second. I blocked out for a second. Gosh. I would expect that from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My uh, my wife occasionally tells me she uh, doesn't like me, but still loves me. <laughs> hey, she said it earlier this week, actually. Praise the Lord. You sure, we should start the show over. Nah, we're good. <laughs> Run it. So, welcome All to right. the unpolished. Oh, very unpolished. Raw and uncut. Yeah. The, the, the freedom, freedom ring. ring. All right. So, uh, the story that I wanted to talk about right off, right out of the gate here was um, Pfizer. Some of us remember when the FDA and Pfizer wanted to hide the pharmaceutical companies. COVID-19 jab data for 75 years, uh, most most don't remember that because remember that. the mainstream media didn't cover it, uh, but it took court proceedings to turn that around, which resulted in the FDA being told that they had eight months instead of 75 years to produce all the COVID data. Now, one would ask themselves, why 75 years? Because anyone that's alive today paying attention, it's of a certain age, will be dead by the time this information uh, is leaked. Uh, and all the people that they would have killed off by then wouldn't be in the way anymore. Um, so with each document release, America has learned why they didn't want this data reviewed anytime soon. One piece of information regarding the injection many people wanted to know is the potential use of graphene oxide. What? Graphene oxide, which has been confirmed by American scientists, a chemical analysis of the content of Pfizer vials by uh, actual Spanish, uh, Spanish researchers, found 99% of it is a poison, graphene oxide. What does graphene oxide do to the human body, James? Well, I'm glad you asked. I was about to ask. I have no idea what you're talking Even about. Even though graphene oxide is made with the same uh, atoms as our organs, tissues, and cells, its bidimensional nature causes unique interactions, unique interactions, with blood proteins and biological membranes uh, and can lead to severe effects like thrombo, thrombogenicity and immune cell uh, activation. What does thrombogenicity mean? Yeah. It's defined as the tendency of a material to generate blood clotting when in contact with blood. Okay, now I see where you're going with this. So they... <laughs> They specifically put graphene oxide in these COVID jabs specifically to cause blood clots. Clotting. Which we've seen a record amount of, especially if you listen to any of the, uh, what do they call morticians? Mm -hmm. The people that get, get people ready to uh, be buried or whatever. They said one of every three people that they prepare has crazy yep. long rubber band like was it clots died suddenly I think is the documentary that uncovered that I I, I don't remember that but yeah it's yeah I think it's died suddenly and then uh, you so you got that you've got the uptick of blood clots and you've got the uptick of people just dying suddenly of blood clots or heart attacks caused by blood clots strokes caused by blood clots 
and this uptick of everything associated to blood clots. Now you're finding out that they're putting in the COVID uh, poison juice uh, something that actually causes blood clots. Now it gets even worse. Is graphene oxide magnetic? Is it? Magnetic graphene oxide, a compound of magnetic nanoparticles and graphene oxide, possesses distinct physical and chemical characteristics, including nano size, paramagnetic, and biocompatible prior, uh, pri- properties, making it a promising biomaterial in the field of biomedicine, which may, which many I should say, which many say is the reason for all the 5G towers going up. In All the right. last can, few years. Can you years. put this in layman's terms for me? Uh, I'm going to inject you. If you don't die from that blood clot, we can now track your whereabouts. The people that don't die from it have that magnetic crap running through them because of the same potion. Now you're traceable. What? And that's the real reason behind the uh, 5G towers, not for better cell service. What? You conspiracy theorists. Oh, aren't I just weird? <laughs> hey, Ma! Oh, my gosh. Uh, online, somebody said, and yet 70% of the nation who took this poison sit in silence, effing imbeciles. Uh, they're scared. And as is the case with most humans, we don't want to admit when we're wrong. That, the, and then there's people, you have to understand, I don't think all these people are, like, imbeciles. this gentleman, no. so I don't think they're I disagree effing, with that comment. Yeah, uh, they're not effing imbeciles. Some people didn't know any better. Some people ha- actually... Trusted blind, their doctor. B- blindly trust their, and why, you know, what would give them a reason not to trust their doctor or the news, because they haven't done any research, and they... Got it, and now they're in a, in a world of hurt. I said this numerous times on this show that if it wasn't for my wife's research and my little bit of research because of my wife uh, and our daughter's um, dietary issues and all her allergies and stuff and the stuff that we found out about actual vaccines and the uh, the preservatives that are in them that she's allergic to, if it wasn't for years upon years upon years, 16 years of research... I may have fallen like one of the sheep. I don't know, but we had the advantage of this. That Maybe that's why God put our daughter in our life with these, uh, with these, uh, that's true. That's true. I, I see where you're going with that. There's a reason, you're growing. We, there's you're a growing. reason we learned it, though. Yeah. And this is the benefit of it. Correct. And if, if I hadn't had my daughter in my life and all that research, I may have just gotten the jab. And said, "Yeah, I can't leave this amount of money." When, when I uh, went on a missions trip to Kenya, there was—I forget what it was, man. I had to—I had to take it. It was like three hundred dollars, and I forget what what it was. But you had like a—it was—it was yellow something, and it was if you were from, were from out of the country, you had to get it to go into the country because you were more susceptible to getting said whatever. And I forget what it was, and. I was like, I'm going to Kenya. I don't care. And I was like, you know, why the ladies stick? Because it felt like a thousand bee stings, I swear. But what? before she stuck me, I was like, Jesus, <laughs> you know I'm going over to Kenya to do your work. Just, I don't know what I'm doing here. Please, you know, if, if, if it's something that I'm not supposed to do, just tell me right now and I won't do it. Well, anyways, I got it. Nothing happened. I go over there. Why, why do I say that is because... 
the only reason I never I never got the flu shot in my whole life is because I just hated doctors. I hated hospitals. The only time when I used to go to the hospitals before I got saved was to get pain meds, you know, because I was going through withdrawals or something. But now it's like as a Christian, my belief, my faith, and this might upset some people, which I, I don't care. This is just me. This is like the third comment in this yeah. show alone. This yeah. might make you mad. This might make you mad. But as a believer, if I know the word of God, what it says, I don't need a vaccine. I don't need a Immune shot. System. I have what's called the word of God and the blood of Jesus that cover me. I don't have to worry about any of that stuff. If I get it, I'm basically saying, yeah, I kind of believe the Bible, but I'm going to go ahead and get this shot. Oh. And I'm not condemning anybody. Oh, like my Catholic priest said? Yeah, I'm telling you, so many people folded on their, well, I'm, I'm a person of faith, and I got it just to protect other people. You folded on your faith. Yeah. and not, I'm, no, no condemnation or whatever, but... You either take God's word 100% literally for your life and stand on it, or you don't. There's no half and half. There's no riding the fence. I was actually proud of myself when I took my when I took God more seriously than my priest did when he said, "Well, you know, uh, God realizes you've got to you know make a living and stuff. So you know, sometimes you just have to bend it a little bit, and you know, whatever works to your advantage." I'm like, <laughs> "Wait, I'm following the word more than you are. I'm out." I'm out. If, if you're watching this and you did take the uh, the COVID jab, as he calls it, or the booster shots, whatever it is. The clot I, shot. I would just ask you to just say a simple prayer. All you have to say is, Father, thank you for whatever was injected in me. I, I just destroy it all right now and that I have the blood of Jesus flowing through me and I'm not going to have any symptoms. My body's not going to have any repercussions. I, the Bible says I will live and declare the works of the Lord. I thank you for healing my body and I thank you for getting that trash out of my system. In Jesus name, amen. amen. Boom. And you just thank God for it and you just rock and roll. That's Like I said, no condemnation. If you got it, say that prayer. If you didn't, and nor will we ever condemn you for getting it. Uh, we will never. Yeah, um, people like that with the whole they're <laughs> effing imbeciles. Like that's he. he people spoke don't about know division what they the, don't know. Right. You spoke about division at right. the beginning of the show, and that's they play off that. The devil plays off that. The the far left, the the liberals, they play off stuff like that. They're like, yes, they're calling each other idiots. You know, they're. That's what they want from us. Right. Just have a loving heart towards somebody. Anyone man. that's taken have some it, compassion. <laughs> we we will have compassion for. We will. Uh, we have always had compassion for. We will pray for you and pray to God that nothing happens to you. We don't yeah. want anything negative to happen to anybody. No. We're not one of the people. We're not a member of the deep state or the uh, the. Uh, uh, Reptilian the overlords. Yeah, the uh, World Economic <laughs> Forum and that whole inner circle of evil people uh they want us all to drop bill gates you know by trimming the popu population by three billion people uh, there's there's only one way to do that and that's mass genocide that is evil yeah bill gates is evil and um he does not have your best interest no so when, when he says 70 percent of the nation who took the poison sit in silence they're effing imbeciles uh, again, they didn't know what they didn't know. They sat there and they unfortunately, naively, believed their doctor. And they tossed God aside. Um, 
unfortunately. And or you had priests like yours that were like, go ahead and get it. I right. got it. But um, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I've run into a lot of people in my life I'm looking back at, and you know, a lot of them just look at Jesus as the tooth fairy, like I've said before, the Easter bunny, because you can't physically see him. But I can physically see my doctor, so therefore I'm going to go with my doctor's word. What happened to your faith? What happened to all those years in church? What happened to that the holy word, you know? And this is coming from me, you know? I'm, people that I thought were a, a lot more spiritual than I was, I'm looking at a lot different today. And it's, uh, it's, it's kind of sad, man. Somebody yeah. else said pharmaceutical companies are run by Satan. Uh, what else explains all this advertising and their and their devil drugs? And that is sickening. All throughout the United States, mainstream media, you continue to see television commercials and hear radio commercials pushing it. It's just it's it. As many people as we know that are waking up, they still are pushing it. My how the it's tides amazing. have turned. When I years ago, not not too long in the in the past, the Democratic Party, the left, whatever. They hated Big Pharma. They were lobbyists for Republicans. Now you've seen it switch. Mm -hmm. Now you got the far left pushing Big Pharma on people, wanting you to get this shot, and you're you're a piece of garbage if you don't get it. And I I watched a video, and it had all these, um, you know, like I've said before, I'm not Republican or de Democrat. I, it's all I, the same I, I, I vote I vote off Bible, you know, so. It, it had all these people on the far left basically telling the people listening to incite violence or use violence if th they were confronted with someone they didn't share the same ideas as them. I mean, I, and it's all the big-name senators. You got Pelosi, uh, Maxwell, uh, Schumer. I mean, all these people were just pushing that off like, yes, you should you should punch somebody in the face. You should burn down buildings. You should make a fuss. You, you know... But just a few years earlier, that same group of people were like, "We're all accepting. It's all about love. Yeah, where's your tolerance? Yeah, we're, you know, it's just because he's different doesn't mean anything. And now, because you don't agree with me, I want your house burnt down. Right. What? What happened, man? Yeah, hypocrites, evil. Uh, so this is gonna dovetail off this. This will get a bucket to throw up into. The Biden regime has decided, uh, decided that the Americans suffering from vaccine-related injuries connected to the Moderna COVID vaccine is not cruel enough. Now they want taxpayers to foot the bill for a major bailout of the pharmaceutical giant. <laughs> We're bailing out pharmaceutical yes, companies? Yes, who made trillions Ooh. last year. Wh which one? Moderna. Oh, uh, the Gateway Pundit previously reported that Moderna failed to convince a federal judge that it should not have to face a patent lawsuit over its COVID jab and that the U.S. government should have been sued instead. Uh, the biotech company uh, sued Moderna over infringement claims. On, see, the, this article doesn't say the name of the biotech the biotech uh, companies that actually did the suing. But anyway, it was over infringement claims on six patents Concerning the manufacture and sale of Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine, they want the federal, uh, federal court to award them monetary damages due to the infringement. Now the Department of Justice has intervened in an attempt to rescue Moderna and put taxpayers on the hook. 
A United States attorney filed a statement of interest to argue the federal government must take on any liability that Moderna might might be guilty of related to the COVID shot. A highly respected former federal judge calls this a misuse of the law. Boy, you think? Does that make you just want to get sick? We're bailing. So not only are we bailing out... Ba- not, not only are they killing you... We're not bailing out banks, you know. and it, Right. The taxpayer doesn't have to pay for or it. Or foreign countries. Right. Now we're bailing out big, big pharma. When does it end? This it, whole administration is it's a Satan, man. dumpster fire, man. I mean, it's... If you don't have... I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. You can have half of a brain... And it, looking at all this and be like, hey, something's not right here. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so not only are you bailing out banks, crooked banks, and crooked countries, you're bailing out pharmaceutical companies that not only are killing you and reaping huge rewards from it, but because of a little twist of words here and there, you've got to pay for it. You have to foot the bill, the taxpayer. But those damn Trumps, yeah, those Trump kids, I tell ya, <laughs> him and his mean tweets. It's, uh, I'd rather go broke than see a mean tweet. <laughs> uh, there will be no arraignment this week. Uh, let's see, Trump to be indicted today. Now, as of today, this is Wednesday. Um, he was supposed to be indicted and arrested yesterday. Heard nothing. So I was watching some things on a, a, um, a couple different platforms. A couple of them were live. They had lots of New York streets kind of like sectioned off with police, whatever. So some people on the street were like, it, this isn't for Trump. This is for, they do this for... Antifa? Um, they do it for people like uh, world leaders or whatever. They'll shut off certain streets because, you know, they're ambassadors or whatever and they're in New York or blah, blah, blah. Long story short, I wasted 30 minutes of my life last night. <laughs> there was nothing. It, yeah, it was just nothing, nothing yesterday, nothing today. Um, and this guy, let's see, the Daily Mail says there will be no arraignment this week. Uh, the Mail reports that the former president, who is currently in Florida, is expected to be formally charged tomorrow. So is that today? Uh, so he, this yesterday he was saying he's supposed to be charged today, or is it supposed to be tomorrow, Thursday? After which, the Manhattan District Attorney's Office, which uh, will reach out to Trump and his Secret Service detail to make arrangements for his surrender. After being flown to New York, he'll be fingerprinted, arrested, and a mugshot will be taken. On Tuesday, Manhattan DA Elvin Bragg's office responded to a letter sent by House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan demanding that he testify before Congress about his unprecedented abuse of prosecutorial uh, authority. Very nice. And the... Uh, rehearsed that one about seven yeah, times. Yeah, that was very well read. The prosecutor said, do I get my IQ points yeah, back? You Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the prosecutor's <laughs> office said that they uh, will not be intimidated out of filing charges, the possible indictment stems from an alleged one hundred thirty thousand dollar hush money payment made to Stormy Daniels, the porn actress, uh, in two thousand sixteen over an alleged sexual encounter that the two had in two thousand six. His former attorney, Michael Cohen, pleaded guilty to the charges over the payment in two thousand eighteen and was sentenced to three years in prison. This whole case has been tried, done, shut, moved on. Jordan noted that by July 2019, federal prosecutors determined that no additional people would be charged alongside Cohen. So why are they doing it to Trump? 
I don't know, it makes me kind of ask what's really going on right now that they're opening this back up and getting everyone looking over at this thing while what is being leaked over here. Is it the Epstein list? I don't know. Is it the Hunter Biden computer fi finally uh, all that information being leaked? I don't know. But they're opening a case that's done. Has been done. Who was it? Was it Elon Musk that put out a tweet that said if they They make arrest, him a murder. Yeah, they, basically. So now... Because you guarantee Trump's um, election. I swear, the, the left doesn't think things through. I, they, you could tell they operate off emotions. It, it's... It's whatever. I, that's that's now it's not even emotion. That's now speculation. That's speculation on my part. But from what it seems, from what I from what I've seen over the past, I don't know six, seven, eight years, is that they just operate out of emotion and anger and whatever it is. So Elon Musk, like you said, he he said that um, if they arrest Trump, you got a landslide victory. Well, now it's like if they don't arrest him, you are they they keep. It's like Trump kind of, you know, he died as far as like uh, in the ratings in the news cycles or whatever. They're the ones that keep bringing him back into the. He doesn't. It's like they're doing free uh, publicity for well, him. Look I at mean, Jimmy guy, Kimmel, what? man. His his monologue. He hasn't done a Biden joke yet, and and Biden's just walking gold for comedy. And they're still focusing on Trump, and the dude hasn't been in office for well over two years. <laughs> it's like they're that itself is a joke. What's the word I'm looking for? It's like they're galvanizing the whole movement. Like they're just making it like if now if you arrest them, yeah, I, I believe that it, it just is gonna. It's a for sure victory right. now. If, and if you don't arrest them, you've already brought them into the news you've cycle. Already and it's like, cards. Yeah, it's it's dumb. So dumb. Now, now, in the words of one legal scholar, you are attempting to shoehorn the same case with identical facts into a new prosecution, resurrecting a so-called zombie case against uh, President Trump. Uh, even the Washington Post quoted legal experts as calling your actions unusual. Well, they can't just say stupid. Uh, unusual because prosecutors have repeatedly examined the long-established details but decided not to pursue charges. Trump has called for protest, of course, in the event of his arrest. And because we are sane-thinking individuals and upstanding citizens of the United States of America, we know that those protests is, will be safe. Is, is double jeopardy, is that just you can't be convicted of the same crime twice? Or is it, I, 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 I think it I got tried. my words. Is it tried? I thought it was like once you're convicted for something, you can't be convicted for it again for for the exact same case. I could be wrong. Or proven innocent. I, I, I thought know. it was once you're proven innocent of it, you can't be tried for I, it. I don't know. See, this is the reason you guys need to email the show, man, because we're just two uh, average hacks. Yeah. <laughs> Stumbling hey, if you're a lawier, this. help me out. Instead of me Googling this and having to answer for you in like 27 well, seconds, got, send us the email. I've so got put a comment two, in. two great friends of the show, Michael Hamilton and Daniel Watkins, but they're busy fighting the Remdesivir uh, trials out in California. I think if it was, it, it would have been in the in the article because they what who what, cite your source? Who was it? Uh, that particular story was the Gateway pundit. A oh, okay. Lot, a lot of it comes. Yeah, I'm from pretty them. sure they would have thrown that word in there. Uh, Robert Costello. Squirrel. Robert Costello, the former legal advisor to Michael Abbott Cohen. Costello. No, come on. <laughs> Really? Really? You went for the low-hanging fruit? I like Evan Costello. I love Evan Costello, but 
Uh-huh. Really? You're going to interrupt the broadcast for that cheap joke? F something? It wasn't a joke. Yes, it was. It just okay, threw us off the road, man. Look, we're in the ditch right now. I'm trying to drive us back up to the ro- up to the lane, man. I like the ditch. I, I had to downshift all the way to second gear, man. I was in fifth. I'm almost I was flying at 85, man, and now I'm down at 10. Evan Costello. I'm almost out of comedy. Yeah, you're almost out of comedy, too. <laughs> Robert Costello, no relation to Bud Costello, the former legal advisor to Michael Cohen, spoke to Tucker Carlson earlier this week after he testified to the Manhattan Grand uh, Grand Jury investigating President Trump. Said he testified for two hours in front of Elvin Bragg's Manhattan Grand Jury and said it was clear to him that the Manhattan Grand Jury did not want to get to the truth and it is now being reported that the New York DA was hiding, this is where I lose my uh, IQ points again, exculpatory boom nailed it boom big word alert exculpatory evidence from the grand jury according to grand uh, greg jarrett of fox uh bragg who by the way is funded by soros hid nearly 600 pages of evidence to the new york grand jury investigating trump he said i mentioned it yesterday i think when bob costello got into that grand jury room and told him wait a minute you don't have the hundreds of pages i handed to uh, Alvin Bragg over here, you only have six cherry-picked documents, and that's exact. That explains the January sixth footage. Mm. You had what forty-one thousand hours that Tucker zoomed in on. And if you watch them, that guy that they call the Q Shaman or whatever was being led around by police officers. If you rewind oh, and show the what the main, yeah, yeah, if you show, if you rewind and go back in time and watch what the mainstream media put out there, he was a raving lunatic that smashed his way in and was just. You, you watch can edit anything. I'm telling you, the footage they released, walking around, cops opening up doors for him. I was like, huh, that's not the story. And that's why me. Tucker Carlson needs to just shut his mouth, and yeah. he needs to be taken off the air because he's going to reveal everything we lied about. Right. Come on, man. We know the truth. Uh, let's wrap up with movie ga- uh, movie movie goers uh, flooding social media with footage of mass deliverances occurring in theaters across the United States this week. This is actually last week after audiences viewed the new film come out in Jesus' name. Did you see it yet? Uh, so I got a text message from Pastor, and he sent me it, and I, I thought it was like I, I didn't even know what it was. I didn't. I just saw the image, or whatever. And now at, at church, I've been hearing people talking about how crazy it is. Crazy in a good way. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. It uh, debuted in theaters nationwide last Monday and follows Pastor Greg Locke. Um, is it Locke or Lockie? Who rallied together well-known deliverance ministers Alexander Pagani, YouTube preachers Isaiah Seldivar. Pastor Mike Signorelli and Vladimir Savchuk and Daniel Adams, and uh, as they model Jesus's ministry of deliverance as described in the New Testament, once a self-described cessationist, Lockie um, now fully embraces the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and the film encourages believers to embrace their authority in Christ Jesus to free themselves and others of demonic oppression or possession. Man, they need to make a trip to Washington D.C. right now. At the end of the film, Lockie uh, held a live mass deliverance at altar call. And can we stop right there and start to uh, put the put the light on altar calls? Not enough pastors are doing that. Um, as our pastor points out, you've got this opportunity to get people saved. 
on, a, on at least a weekly basis and multiple times a week in some cases, and still there are churches and pastors not doing it. Do you want my two cents I on mean, that? Of course, that's why I brought it up. As a minister, when when I, as soon as the first keys hit or the first snare pop or whatever, as soon as service starts, everything is pointing towards the altar. Everything leads up to the altar call. Some people have multiple altar calls. You give altar call for salvation, and then you might be giving an altar call on us, what you're specifically ministering on, being filled with the Holy Ghost, getting delivered from something, whatever it might be. A service without an altar call is just a show. You have to have altar calls. There must be altar calls for salvation. Souls have to be one. That is, that's our duty as Christians is to is to witness to to spread the gospel. Jesus said, "When you go, you will lay your hands on the sick and they will recover. You will cast out devils." This is all part of the authority of the believer, the believer's authority. And just on a quick side note, I don't know if I'm allowed to do this on podcasts or whatever, but there is a book that if you have not read as a Christian, you need to read it. It's called The Believer's Authority. It's by Kenneth E. Hagan. That book changed my life. I read it as a young Christian, and it goes through exactly what authority you have over the devil that the Word of God gives you, that the blood of Jesus gives you, that the power of the Holy Spirit living on the inside gives you as a believer. You have power on the inside of you. So at the end of the film, Lockie held a live mass deliverance altar call that was streamed at nearly 2,000 theaters, and people were actually walking up to the movie uh, screen and doing their... uh you know, going up to the altar that way. thought that was awesome. That's great. And you know what? I'm just going to... Looking down the road with this show, uh, there's a lot of different things that James and I are planning right now uh, to take it beyond this podcast. Um, I want to get back into my radio career and, again... The and big, thank you for your support yeah, along the way. Uh, this, 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 uh, this podcast is going to morph back into that and we'll have details very soon. Um, but also he and I have a, uh, passion for live speaking and we have discussed this. I guess we're going to discuss it now in front of the camera. Um, Big surprise. One, one day we would like to do, um, faith-based motivational speeches, um, which he has, and he would be the one obviously to wrap it up and do it correctly, um, to wrap up our motivational speech sermon slash sermon with a with a uh with an altar call um i think a good template of what i've got in mind is what uh tim tebow is doing matt has a template and what i'm throwing in at the end is you you hit him with you know the the faith-based motivational thing testimonies get some uh, well-to-do or whatever people uh, that will, a blown-up version of my f- moment of faith at the beginning of the show, but different versions of it with people that will draw in crowds, right? right is what you're saying. And then after they go through all that at the very end, you're going to catch me for about 20 minutes just going <laughs> full tilt boogie mm-hmm. with the gospel and giving an altar call to get people saved. Because that's what it's about. Yeah, most of this stuff, this stuff is already written. and um, For um, me, anyway, I was 
What's that? I said that's. I said it's all about soul winning, and I. I it is. That's exactly what it I'm, is. You know, I. I want to see the law saved. I want to see the captives set free. I want to see the brokenhearted healed. <laughs> you know, that's. It's life changing. So if you uh, are involved with a church and you'd like a couple of goofballs to entertainingly. Uh, come in and motivate some youth or something like that. I'm, you want to get this started? The format will be a little different. Oh gosh, yeah. we're just having that's, fun here. Yeah, we're yeah. That's why I was I wasn't laughing at you. I was laughing <laughs> I because I don't want you to think that this is what we're gonna bring. No, here. no, not at all. Um, <laughs> if you've ever seen Tim Tebow speak, um, he's got a good uh, a, a good presentation, and it's like what I have envisioned in my head, and then involving. James here. I'm sorry, brother James. Um, Tim Tebow's format is is is, is kind of what I'm basing it off of, but my own experiences, my own testimonies, and yours as well. It wouldn't just be the altar call. You've got some stories to share yourself that you haven't yet here. I'd rather just do the end. We'll get him to talk more. But anyway, <laughs> that is uh, the future of this podcast. The future of this show. The future of rock and roll. Bam, ninety-seven. <laughs> the future of rock and roll. One thousand ninety-seven. Yeah. One thousand ninety-seven toothpicks. Yeah. That's a great movie. By the way, we're referencing the movie Rain Man. It was a great movie. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Dustin be- Hoffman was a genius in that movie. Before Tom Cruise was a whack job Scientologist. Yeah, but I I went and saw Top Gun and I thought it the was, latest. Oh, it was done classy. It. I think it was better than the uh, first one. I've heard too much about his pot or his personal life to lost a little interest. It's in... a good movie. All right. It's clean. It's there's there's it's it's a clean good movie. Good and patriotic. Kid, yeah. All right. I'm all about tooting the America. Tooting, tooting the America. The America. I just... Shut up. <laughs> okay. Lead us out in prayer, please. Just uh, let me reiterate. We this is not what we would be bringing <laughs> to your church. That is not what. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the breath that we have in our lungs. Thank you for our physical health. Thank you for blessing our hands with work. If someone out there is looking for a job right now, I thank you for opening up the door for them to to get the job that they've been looking for. I thank you, Father, for giving people raises. I thank you for blessing them exceedingly, abundantly, more than they could ask or think of. I thank you for keeping the blood of Jesus over them and their wives and their husbands and their children. We thank you so much that you've given us the opportunity to do this show, and we thank you so much for its growth. And as this show does grow, and what uh, Matt has planned for future endeavors, I thank you for blessing it, and we will always put you first, and we will always give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. All right. I'm Matt Toludo. That's Brother James. Say a prayer for the country. Keep God front and center. Be good to each other. And we will see you next time right here on the Freedom Ring. Later. Later.